PoePolitikin.com. Welcome to another edition of PoePolitikin. I'm now politicking with DJ Adriana. How you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So the first thing, you know, we want to get to know a little bit about you. So I want to know three interesting facts about you. Three interesting facts about me. Well, I like to say that I've got the best of every world because I'm half Chinese and half Peruvian. I was born and raised East Coast and went to high school and college West Coast. And I've literally lived everywhere in the world from New York to Arizona, Las Vegas, Miami, Chicago, California, Hong Kong, and Taipei. Like, I try to see as much of the world as I can. Um... More interesting facts. I love DJing, but I've also worked in every industry in the world, from being an administrative assistant at an architecture firm to a cashier at a car dealership. Um, I did lots of marketing, and I've got three degrees and an associate. Um, my three bachelors were in political science, business marketing, and mass communications, with my associates in graphic design. So luckily, I've been able to use all of my education to help me with my DJing and my branding because my brand now is what I'm marketing. Um, on top of that, I'm probably the most chill girl. Like I know that drama comes with everything, but I live the most stress-free life anyone could ever ask for. I've got a great circle of friends, the most amazing family. Like I am literally surrounded by the best people on the planet. And I want to know, like, how you say you've been all around the world, been around the world, aye, aye, aye. So uh, I want to know what were some of the lessons you learned by seeing all these different cultures and, you know, different parts of the world. Well, I've got, like, I've got to see all different types of people. And, you know, there are some cities that are real grimy. You'll always find shady people in any city that you go to. And you'll always find those, like, few good people that just, like, make everything worth it. I think I've been really lucky that I've kind of, like, been drawn to the good people in every city, but I've encountered my, you know, people trying to cut you at the ankles, um, you know, people trying to sideswipe you or blindside you so then they can get themselves ahead. The lessons that I pretty much learned were, you know, everywhere that I've lived, I've taken a little bit of it with me, so it's like I'm my own little personal melting pot, but, um... I really learned that, you know, being deceitful or being, like, conniving doesn't really get you very far for very long. And so my whole philosophy now on succeeding, thanks to everyone I've come across and all the different cities I've lived in, has just been I want to rise to the top with all the people around me because as I rise and everyone else rises with me or vice versa, like, we're just making all these opportunities for the new people coming in. And I think that there's more than enough opportunity for everyone to be happy and everyone to be satisfied and you know trying to you know be judgmental towards you know other people in the way that they do things like I just learned that so many people you know revolve their like time and energy on what I was doing and how I was doing it when they should have been just doing it like you know focusing on themselves and so pretty much with all the different cultures like you know obviously there's the people, but then, you know, there's the good food, there's the, you know, seeing how politics are different in every city and how, you know, the nightlife industry is different or how whatever market you're in is completely different because, 
you'll look at nightlife in Las Vegas and you can't compare that to Scottsdale or LA or New York or Miami. Like they're all completely different in their own way. And it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> okay. And I want I want you to uh, tell us more about how you how you were saying you apply your degrees to your brand. You know, I do that as well, but I just want you to share some examples of how you do that. Well, like, my first degree was in political science because I I wanted to be a lawyer, just like every other girl when they first start college. Um, but luckily what that helps me do, like, applying it to my brand is, like, specifically political science helped me, like, with reading contracts and understanding situations and, like, dissecting situations to, like, find the, like, what the real meaning is behind it. So I guess kind of, like, reading in between the lines. Like, it also kept me up on you know, reading about the news and what's going on in the world. So now I just might gear that towards a different industry instead of, like, looking at, like, politicians and, like, you know, what they're doing or what their goals are. Now I'm looking at, you know, the DJ industry and, like, the music industry and, you know, who's next up and coming. So that kind of was able to groom me to, like, do more than just download music and go to, you know, a club and say, hey, I can play these records and make people happy. Um, my degree in marketing was able to help me because pretty much, I, like I said, I'm my own man. Like, I have to, um, I have to, you know, make myself out there and, you know, t- pretty much explain to people, like, this is why you want me to represent you. This is why you want me to be in your club. This is why you want me to, you know have your gear or wear your headphones or this that or another thing and then mass communications is pretty much the whole idea of politicking in the clubs like talking to people and you know like understanding like you know different types of character and you know how to talk to people in different ways and then graphic design was just for fun but I guess you can say like I can like edit my own pictures (laughs) all right so I want to know, how did you get started DJing? What motivated you to get started? My brother is, like, my brother is older than me, and he's been in radio for, like, the last decade or so, like, the last eight years. And ever since I was a little girl, like, he always, like, you know, he'd give me, like, the Biggie CD or, like, the Tupac, well, I think at the time it was, like, tapes. And he'd give them to me to listen to, and, you know, he would, like, tell me about, like, different types of music and this, that, and another thing. Um... I really just learned to love and appreciate all different types of music because while my brother was doing that with, like, pop and, you know, hip-hop, listen from everything from, like, Michael Jackson to, like, some Sade to, like I said, you know, West Coast rap, um, my mom and my dad were always, like, having me listen to different types of music, whether it be, like, an Asian style of music or my dad loves Frank Sinatra so I think I just got, like, really well-rounded um, as far as music goes. And I've been a dancer my whole life. I've played tons of instruments. Um, a few years ago, like, you know, I got my first set of turntables. And, you know, I was playing on, like, my first set of turntables. I didn't really understand how, like, vinyl worked. So I remember when I was, like, you know, talking to my friend about it. I'm all asking him, like, well, I don't understand. Like, so you put this on top of the record and then it just plays a song like so fun I don't get it what like how are these groups different like literally analyzing it just to understand everything about this craft and I loved it I thought it was so much fun I learned you know I learned how to blend records I didn't really understand completely how to use turntables in the fact of like you know adjusting the pitch or things like that so I was always 
you know, licking my fingers and, like, hitting the record really fast and slow to, like, make it off beat. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I didn't, like, I was living in Arizona at the time, and there was no female DJs. So I didn't even know being a female DJ was an option. And I just thought, oh, okay, well, I did it for fun, this, that, or whatever. And then I was going to, you know, I just play around um, whenever. This was, like, before Serato came out. So kind of, like, the records that my friends had or so-and-so had that, like, gave me to play with. That's what I was, you know, messing around with. And then when I started living in Miami, um, you know, I would just randomly, like, play on my friends' turntables. And I had one friend who was... um, you know, just probably, like, the best turntablist on the planet, and he was, like, teaching me how to stack and, like, perfecting my DJ, even though I wasn't really trying to become, like, a world-famous DJ, because, again, like, even at that time, there weren't that many female DJs. I didn't even know it was really an option, and then I came to Las Vegas um, when I was actually living in Miami, but I just came to visit, and I saw this female DJ, and I was just like, oh... Okay, and then I started kind of, like, doing my research, and I realized that, like, you know, Vegas has a lot of female DJs, and I had already lived here once before, so I pretty much went through boot camp and was on turntables, like, four to six hours a day, every single day, like, beat juggling, you know, beat matching, like, um, and I was always practicing on vinyl, and I really didn't get my first, um what they call my first version of Serato until, like, maybe, like, a couple months, like, maybe, like, a month before my first gig. So every time I was, like, practicing, it was, like, all audibly. So for me, as a DJ, it's actually really hard for me to, like, watch the waves. And I never do, and most DJs are like, uh, why don't you watch your waves? And because the way I have it set up in Serato is kind of nutty. But it's just that, like, when I came out here, I'd seen that there was, you know, female DJs, and it was, like, kind of a popular thing. I was like, I love music, and I love making people happy. Like, I used to work in hospitality, and to me, like, there's no better gratification than, like, knowing that you're partaking in someone else's happiness, even if it's just for a few hours or a few nights. And you think about it, that people save all their money sometimes to, like, plan a trip to come to Vegas, like, three months in advance, and they're, like, buying brand-new dresses, getting their hair done, getting their nails done, whatever, and all they want to do is have the best time of their life. So I was just thinking, you know, I love nightlife, I love music, I love to dance, I'm, you know, mid-20s, so I'm that girl that, you know, most DJs want to kind of gear towards, so why not, you know, be that DJ that makes, like, the club, you know, pop in and everyone having a blast, and so I just kind of went with it, and... You know, a couple of people heard me DJ, then they started booking me. I instantly became a Red Bull DJ. And then um, the music director at Marquee in Cosmopolitan, he gave me a shot, and then he just put me in the rotation. So I was DJing there, like, every few weeks, and, you know, I kind of just ran with it. What would you say your specialty is as far as DJing? Um, if you would have asked me when I first started, I probably would have said hip-hop, because I've, like, listened to hip-hop my whole life. But I really learned to embrace and appreciate house music and kind of fall in love with it. And when I was DJing um, in the library at Marquis, their format more or less is 70s, 80s, funk, rock. And that really worked out for me because, like I said, my parents used to listen to all that and they kind of like groomed me with that. So since I was, you know, 8 or 10 years old, that's what, you know, my mom would have like Diana Ross, my dad would you know, have Cindy Lauper or whatever. 
Um, so I literally say I play everything. And not just because, like, I want to be available for every gig. I just actually have, like, that passion for every type of music. And I'm such a perfectionist that, like, that's why even if I'm not working on a day, I'm, like, practicing on my turntables just because I want to be the best that I can be. And I want to be the most up-to-date on what's new and what's popular and this, that, and another thing. Alright, and um, can you talk about some of your gigs um, spots you playing at right now? Um, I play at Marquee in the Cosmopolitan. I do a lot of Red Bull events. Um, I do Nike corporate events here and there as they come, usually in Las Vegas. Um, I've been traveling a little bit lately, and you know, like I was saying, I'm supposed to be going to um, the East Coast for in the next few months for a couple different gigs. Northeast and like Miami area. I just recently started doing a monthly residency in Scottsdale. And so I go out there and play at Access Radius or the Mint. And then, you know, California is kind of just like on the cusp. So there's like a lot of things in the works to get me to like San Diego and LA or San Francisco. And then um, I think I've been contacted to go to Taipei and Hong Kong in the spring of next year. So, pretty much being all over the place. <laughs> okay. And um, we got to politic a little bit. So, I want to know, is it any issue in society that's bothering you that you want to speak about? There really isn't because, like, I mean, my whole philosophy is, like, things kind of run the way that they run and everything happens the way that it's supposed to. So, I'm not, I personally don't try to stress myself on you know, what is going on too much. Like, obviously, I wish some things were different here and there, but I'm not going to kill myself to try and fix it. That's just not my thing, because I know that there's probably a million other people that are doing that, if that makes any sense. Um, I would just say, like, as far as society goes, I wish things were a little bit cheaper. (laughs) I wish people didn't complain so much about like the way politics are in our country just because everything takes time and you just have to be patient to let everything you know fix itself as far as like the music industry and DJing I mean politics are politics like you know like I said as one person grows then that makes room for other people to have opportunity but it is really frustrating Seeing a lot of or listening to a lot of people that just complain about like the newcomers or you know or the veterans that are in it you know or the people that are making three to five to ten to thirty to sixty thousand dollars in a gig and it's just like I always see it as I'd rather be happy for everyone's success and I'd rather appreciate that you know that person that's making thirty thousand dollars in a gig is why it's possible for me to ask for two thousand dollars you know what I mean yeah that's what's so. I just, it's kind of like the cycle of life, and you just have to embrace it and appreciate it as opposed to trying to analyze it and dissect it and, you know, find the negative in it. But okay, so you say that, so what about as far as in, injustice? You're saying that's the cycle of life, too, and you shouldn't do nothing about it? Not that you shouldn't do anything about it. I just think that if everyone does what, you know, if everyone does what they think is best or they think is right, and you know, has, like, positive judgment and those positive feelings inside them, like, the negativity will slowly go away. Like, I mean, if you think about something like, you know, like racism from, like, back in the day, you know, nobody wants that still. 
And anyone who really does want it, that's a really small minority. So if everyone just stops, like, thinking, oh, my gosh, like, you know, Chinese people weren't allowed here or Mexican people weren't allowed there or, you know, African-American people weren't allowed to do this or that, you know, it's like, okay, well, we already went through that and we've grown so much from that, like, just let go of all that. So then, you know, it's not just sticking in your head for you to have that anger. Like, just be positive. Do you, like... You know, the life that we're living in now, I you know, I wasn't around 50, 60 years ago, so I can't really talk about what happened 50, 60 years ago. So my whole philosophy is on, like, injustice, you know, it just, you know, do you and be positive and, you know, want the best for the world and everything will kind of meld together the way it's supposed to. Oh, I dig that. That's cool. All right, and what advice would you like to give to somebody that wanted to be a DJ? You know, they want to... You know, they want to be international like you, hitting all these spots up. They want to do that. They want to follow your line. What would you tell them? I would just say, you know what, if you love to do it and you really have the passion to do it, just go for it. You know, get a creative record or even, you know, just go and politic at the club and meet, the, like, those veterans that, you know, they'll give you their words of wisdom. Because I wouldn't have been able to do it if the people ahead of me didn't pave the way and didn't break it down to me and pave the way. Like... If you really love doing it and you're really passionate about it, then go with it. Just, you know, invest all your time into, you know, your talent and your craft and what, you know, sets you apart from the rest. And you know what? If you were born to play music and you were made to shine, just do you. Because no one can stand in your way unless you let them. Like, I know there's plenty of people that hated me when I first started or hated what I stood for or hated the fact that, oh, you know what, I've been doing this for 20 years. How are you going to just come in and, you know, be here and be there? And it's just like, you know what, like, be upset all you want because I'm just going to do me. And my goal in life is to make everyone else happy, and that's what makes me happy. So people will see that in the way that I play music. Like, you know, people will come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, you're my favorite DJ, or oh, you're so good, like, I want to hear one of your mixes, like, da-da-da, like, I want to bring you out to this club, that club. Like, it's just because of the positivity. And if you let all the negativity just, like, you know, just bang on you and beat yourself up, like, you're just going to stay stagnant. You're not going to be able to progress because you're not letting yourself, like, see that silver lining or, like, follow those dreams that you never knew were possible. I never thought that I'd be getting paid to you know, play records at the club. I never thought that I'd be able to, you know, call downloading music part of my job. I mean, so many people do it just, you know, for fun. (laughs) And so the fact that, like, I even get to call this my career, I just think I'm more blessed than so many other people can understand. All right, and what are some ways that you stay positive? I mean, in this industry, it can be rough, but like I said earlier, like, I have the best, like, circle of people around me and the best support system, and, you know, like, I can count on any time that I have, like, a really important gig, like, you know, five of my friends that are so important to me, they'll be there, like, jumping up in my booth, like, you know, taking shots in the corner, whatever it be, like... I have those people that, you know, they want to see me do well and they want to be right there with me, like, in my little entourage or whatever. Like, every time I go to Scottsdale, my parents are always in the club shutting the club down with me. (laughs) And you just think about those things and, like, how can I not stay positive with that? 
like, you know, my brother is always giving me advice on, like, how I could be a better DJ or how I could do things a little bit differently or who maybe I should hit up or, you know, oh, you should talk to this person. Like, you know, I just have these people that keep on driving me to be the best that I can be. But, like, I have, like, negativity to me is just not an option. Like, to me, it's not about the money. It's not about the fame. Like, it really is just self-gratification. And it is just, you know what, I like making people happy. If one day I don't, I can't do it and I can't, you know, make money for whatever reason being a DJ, okay, well, I will find a way in this world to make all the people around me happy. I can dig it. And what would you like to tell your supporters, everybody that's been rocking with you so far? Pardon? I said, what would you like to tell? You know, like, I'm so glad that people believed in me and had faith in me because I wouldn't be able to be where I am if those people didn't. And, like... They are my rock, and they are my world, and they make it, you know, you know what I want for my future, and they make it that, you know, it makes it worth spending all this time, like, you know, downloading music, making sure I have the best technology, like, you know, looking into things like producing in the future. Without them, like, I don't even know how far I could have gotten in my career. Like, I don't know. I don't think I would be where I was because, like I said, I have, like, my mom and dad who they'll like show my flyers or like my DJ pictures or like pictures of me DJing to like all their friends and I'm just like wow they're that proud of me and then it just drives me to like want to make them more proud and it just drives me to like bigger and better things alright so I want to say thank you for coming through politicking with me I appreciate it yeah thanks for having me yeah, no problem you want to um, tell me I hit you up again your twitter websites all that Everything I have is OX Adriana. So that's OX Adriana, Twitter.com, OX Adriana, Facebook.com, OX Adriana, and OX Adriana.com. What does uh, OX mean? It's just ever since I was in high school, like everyone used to always be like, oh, XXXO or XOXO, and I was always just like, OX, comma, Adriana. <laughs> Alright, we about to go in one of your mixes right now. It's entitled. Dance is the song of the body. So I just want you to lead us into it real fast. Like, we're going to ride out to it. I love that mix. That was my most recent mix. And it pretty much was to kick off the summer. So it's a lot of really up-tempo, um, you know, house tracks, top 40 tracks, you know, even like a little bit of hip-hop over a dance track. Um, my whole thing was literally dance is the song of the body. So I just wanted to keep everyone moving and... Let everyone know the new tracks that were out that I loved and blend them all together. <laughs> 